0: course all the talk has been about the nfl Uh, we're down to the final four teams for the season 23 24 and joining us now to talk about that out of new york is the host of the edge and author of astro ball formerly at sports illustrated ben Ryder. good morning ben how are you i'm good guys good morning Good morning to you and and thanks for joining us, mate um it, there's a couple of really good story arcs here, isn't there developing? I mean as a journalist, you look at this and you think, oh wow, there are so many so many places you can go with these four teams. and and I, I guess the one that stands out to us is the Detroit Lions, um, mm-hmm. first time since ninety one, never made a Super Bowl before. Are, are they the neutrals' choice? Is that what we're seeing and we we where you're where you're standing?
1: I think you are seeing a groundswell of support for the Detroit Lions from fans whose teams are out of it. They're clearly the underdog at this point in the playoffs, not just because of their history. Uh, They just won their first playoff game since 1992. Uh, But because, you know, when you look at the strengths of the teams left this year, they seem to be the long shot as well. So for those that like an underdog, the Detroit Lions are certainly your team going into this semi-final round of the NFL playoffs.
2: San Francisco, I'm just doing some reading. San Francisco, on the other hand, are they somewhat vulnerable? Purdy, Purdy's come off a poor game. Samuel is hurt, and Shanahan is 1-3 in, in conference championships. Will the Detroit Lions be licking their lips?
1: <laughs> well, it's clear that the San Francisco 49ers are the favorite. I'm seeing them yeah. as a seven-point favorite. There's some... You know narrative that this is a team that has been very successful recently and they have right they've this is their seventh nfc championship game appearance since 2011. they haven't actually won the super bowl since 1994. so that's a significant drought as well for a team that always seems to be in the latter stages but can't get over the hump they're two and four In those NFC Championship game appearances since 2011, you're right to point to Brock Purdy, the quarterback, as the absolute key to this game. The San Francisco Niners quarterback. He was famously the very last pick in the draft a few years ago. Those guys don't typically get much playing time at all, let alone become the starter for one of the best teams in the league. Uh, He was looking like the most valuable player for a good portion of this season. Fell off lately did not look very good at all for most of the game this weekend against the Green Bay Packers until he put together a one game-winning drive when they needed it most. This is the biggest inflection point of this game. Who will prevail, Brock Purdy or the Lions' pass defense, which is not the strength of their team uh, in Purdy's favor?
2: Jer- uh, Jared Goff, he's been there with the Rams, the LA Rams. won a Super Bowl. How influential has he been for this Detroit Lions resurgence?
1: I mean, he's been very influential. He's kind of resurrected his career after a lot of people wrote him off after his time with the Rams. You know, we use this term game manager a lot in the NFL, which means a guy who's not like Patrick Mahomes, not like Lamar Jackson, kind of keeps things moving uh, and allows, you know, the other playmakers to do their thing. Sometimes Jared Goff is that. Sometimes he could be more than that. But I think it's fair to say that if the Lions are going to hurt the 49ers on offense is going to come through the ground game, particularly the rookie Jamar Gibbs, who's one of the fastest guys in the league. He scored an absolutely electric touchdown last weekend. That's really the one place that I would expect the Lions to hurt the Niners if it happens at all.
0: The Niners have got a little bit of a monkey off their back. I, I know uh, you know not not many sports do stats as well as the NFL. Maybe maybe Major League Baseball, uh, which I know you you're well aware of, but I think it was something like what uh, they hadn't won any games than uh, when they were down in the fourth quarter in thirty attempts. So this is the first time they did that. Uh, what a time to do it! Do you think that gives them new belief going into the, the the tail end of the season?
1: Um, I mean, it could there could be some carryover effect. I think that this team has every reason to uh, believe in itself as it is. You know, I think we're looking at this final round here and there are two teams and i think we'll talk about the other one who are clear favorites uh clearly you know when you look at the all-around strengths they are you know more well-rounded and there's two teams that are kind of like uh, you know hoping that things go right on on sunday i would put the 49ers in that latter, extremely well-rounded category
2: let's talk about the other game when the chiefs got over the bills everyone was picking the Bills. Josh Allen's going to carry this team. But the last three AFC championships in 2020, 24-38 to the Chiefs, 2021, 36-42 to the Chiefs, and 2023, 27-24. What is going on there with Josh Allen and the Bills? And why is Stefan Diggs, one of the biggest names in the NFL, so non-existent at the moment?
1: I don't know that's a mystery that I think a lot of people in Buffalo are going to be spending the entire offseason Trying to Mm. figure out you're right, you know, we talked about the Lions being cursed, right? The bills are Mm. kind of cursed in a different way They're doomed to get close a lot and then never actually win like you'll remember Mm. historians will remember that 30 years ago They made four straight Super Bowls (laughs) and they lost every single one of them and one of them they lost thanks or based on a field goal attempt that went wide, right? So wide, right became a very famous phase and a phrase in <laughs> Buffalo. Of course, I think you played the clip just before I came on Their <laughs> their potential game tying tick kick yesterday also went wide, right? So, you know, Buffalo, you know, for people that don't know Buffalo, it's mm-hmm. kind of an industrial town. You know, it doesn't have the profile of a LA or a New York or San Francisco. They love their bills. And their bulls keep stomping on their hearts, and they've been doing it for
0: decades. <laughs> I was going to ask you, is, is Josh, Josh Allen, uh, you know, his his tribute to Jim Kelly's just going too far, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I think there are too many parallels between these Bills and the Bills of 30 years ago than uh, many people would like to admit.
2: What about the Chiefs? The Chiefs, like, they, they were limping through the playoffs, and everyone expected the Bills. I didn't. I, I just know their experience the um, the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, has been with the Chiefs for six years now, and he's taken them to six AFC championships, and we saw that relationship with Travis Kelsey scoring two TDs and 75 yards yesterday. What is it, what is it about this Chiefs side and them finding a way?
1: Well, Patrick Mahomes is a great place to start. He's aiming for his fourth <laughs> Super Bowl uh, this weekend. He's you know, clearly the best quarterback in the league. He's the most talented quarterback in the league. He's Mm. the strongest arm. He's obviously has all that experience that you just just referenced. The thing that looked like the problem for the Chiefs for much of this year was that he didn't have anyone to throw to other than, of course, Travis Kelsey. And we know all about his activities this year Mm. on and off the field. Uh, But his (laughs) wide receiver group was extremely, extremely unimpressive. This is somebody used to have Tyreek Hill to throw to, does not have him anymore. It's kind of nameless receivers. They drop the ball a lot. Uh, nobody really broke out. Uh, that's kind of continued to some degree, although they've improved. Mahomes is so good that he can overcome it, which I guess was the Chiefs' bet all along. And he's really been boosted by a defense that's much better than usual for the chiefs it's the, in fact it's the best defense that patrick mahomes has ever had in kansas city they're second in the league in scoring defense that's points allowed they're second as far as allowing the fewest yards so i guess you could say it's a it's a more well-rounded team than mahomes has traditionally had although i wouldn't be surprised if in his quiet moments he would admit man i wish i had one more wide receiver <laughs> or receiver at all other than travis kelsey
0: does does um does he have enough to undo this Ravens, D, which is the best in the NFL regular season?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> you know, we were talking about those two teams that just looked much t- better top to bottom mm. than their opponents. One is the 49ers. The other for me is the Ravens. You mentioned their defense. You know, their quarterback's very well going to win the MVP award this year. Lamar Jackson, as he showed us yesterday, Mm. four touchdowns by himself, two passing and two rushing. And in the same game, they held the Texans, the Houston Texans, to their second lowest yardage total of the entire season. That's a very tough combination. So you look at one team, the Chiefs, who uh, have the best player, most talented player in the league, I suppose, but have some obvious flaws. And then you look at the Ravens playing at home, Without those flaws, it doesn't seem to be a very tough pick, but Patrick Mahomes has pulled out some magic before.
0: He has pulled out magic before. I guess it's just like as you said, who who is on the end of that? Because it feels like, as good as Travis Kelsey is, uh, if you're the Ravens and you've only got one thing to worry about, it's pretty easy to shut that down. Uh, what what about Andy? What about Andy Reid? I mean, if if the Chiefs go out to the Ravens uh, this weekend, where does this leave him, or is or is this above him? Is this more in the recruitment department rather than, than what he's doing as a coach?
1: Oh, well, he certainly has a big say in what's happening, and I think if we're going to knock him for the lack of offensive weapons, we have to give him credit for building this defense that's just way better than anybody expected. Uh, Look, people love to knock Andy Reid, but he is already a two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, and he has his team, the Chiefs, as we talked about before, on the doorstep, if not in the door, every single year, no matter what their flaws seem to be. So, yeah, I mean, no matter what happens this week, Andy Reid is already an all-time coach in the National Football League. Certainly he'd like to add uh, some positive lines to his resume.
2: Being a, uh, it'd be remiss for me not to bring this up, and everyone knows I'm a tragic Carolina Panthers fan. It's It's been horrible. Look, Let's be honest. It's, oh, man. It's sad. It's sad <laughs> what's sorry. going on there Two and fifteen this year. Yeah. Tepper, he's probably lost the change room, the city. Bryce Young, they had an opportunity there and Bryce Young was number one pick. They go for Bryce Young. They could have taken CJ Stroud. They don't. They go for Bryce Young and he's been underwhelming. Is there an underway? Is there a way out for the Panthers? Have you got any any positivity for me going forward? I'm so sorry to tell you that it's hard to <laughs> see it happening fast.
1: I think they kind of need one of these like top to bottom franchise resets. And typically mm. having a number one pick is a great way to start. But you're right. Even with CJ Stroud struggling against the Baltimore Ravens this week, it mm. uh, must have been tough for you to watch that given mm. the pick that the Panthers made.
2: Mm. It has been tough. Sorry, it has been. <laughs> Sorry to read It, your day it, it is at five a.m. No, no, it's all right. It's all right, <laughs> mate. I'm just hoping for a uh, uh, Greg Olson to come through the ranks and then take over the tight end and and do it for my team again. All right, mate. Let's look forward to this weekend. Who wins it? The two AFC NFC championship games. Who goes to the Super Bowl? Well,
1: based on our conversation, I don't think I'm going to say anything surprising to you. Uh, and I'm not going to make any surprising picks. I think that the favorites are clear cut in their favorites for a reason. I'm looking at a San Francisco 49ers Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl, meaning the line, the the Niners, excuse me, will beat the Lions and the Ravens, despite Patrick Mahomes will advance against the Chiefs. So we're looking at the two home teams, and I think ah. both of them will do so pretty comfortably. Not very controversial or
2: surprising.
0: Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a great call. It's a great call, though, Ben. And while uh, we've well, we got you, because as a Raiders fan, you know, the worst possible scenario is 49ers Chiefs in a Super Bowl. I've got to ask you, Antonio Pierce, he looked like he did some good things this year. They've just named him uh, as head coach uh, going forward for the Raiders. You like that move?
1: I think so. You know, sometimes it's tough to tell when you bring in a new coach You kind of, you know, not to knock his strategic wisdom, but who leads kind of emotionally how long that lasts. But look, people are saying the same thing about Dan Campbell, the coach of the Lions. Uh, and look where they were. Look where he's brought them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the upside case scenario that Antonio Pierce, you know, not just his playing experience as a linebacker and league for a long time, uh, not just his strategic uh, abilities, especially on defense, but kind of leads. The hearts of the Raiders or somewhere that previous coaches have not. That's what you're hanging your hat on anyway. Yeah,
0: indeed. You, you know that. You know that for, uh, for a fact. Ben, thanks very much for coming on, man. Enjoy thanks, your games ben. this weekend, eh?
1: All right. Anytime. Take care.
0: Cheers. Ben Ryder there with us out of the States uh, talking AFC-NFC championship. And, yeah, uh, Ravens and 49ers. That's what he's, that's yeah. what he's going with.
2: Yeah. I would love to see – look – I think there's a big case for that, Lamar Jackson. He's in Jim Harbour. He's bloody carrying that Ravenside outfit. Um, what is it? Their D. I'm yep. just some reading here. Conceded 280 points in 17 regular season games. Best in the NFL. So defensively, very, very, very good. So, yeah, but I just, I don't know. There's just something about the Chiefs, man. They know how to win playoffs. They love going to the Super Bowl. Paddy Mahomes, best quarterback in the NFL. Travis Kelsey, yes, they lacking in other departments, but they will try and find a way. So I don't think it's as easy as cut as Ben was talking about.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I I was doing some reading as well. Because
2: you picked the Bills yesterday.
0: I, well, yeah, I did. I did pick the Bills, um, and I mean, I was only three points off. Um, <laughs> I also <laughs> I also picked the Packers to beat the nine, upset the Niners, and there, it was only three points off that as well. But you know, three points might as well be hundred points. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say is, is if you look at um, not just the defense, but what Ben was talking about offensively. Normally, you ex- you know, used to see Kansas City rack up 35, 40 yeah. points in games. Mm. They haven't been doing that this season. They only scored 371 points uh, in the regular season, right? Uh, they're just a- alone in the AFC, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Ravens all scored more points than them. And the Ravens outscored the Chiefs by over 100 points in the regular season. Mm. So, it, like you know, they're not as good defensively and they're not as good of offensively.
2: Yeah, that's a huge loss. When you lose Tyreek Hill, mm. one of the best receivers in, in the competition, you're just taking away, and you're putting a lot of pressure on Travis Kelsey to find a way. And um, mate, yeah. So if they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to do it really tough. But Andy Reid and Patty Mahomes, they they'll be figuring it out. And that, that experience in the big time plays well counts for a lot. So it's gonna be a huge weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Detroit Lions, man, don't write them off. Do not write them off. What a story it would be if they were able to punch their their way to a Super Bowl.